This episode, Jam Oak Bars. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I fucking made that. Dominivo Biscum Is this the best music you could think up for book groups? Yes. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, I lead book groups at two libraries in our part of New England, and I also teach literary seminars at various places in New England throughout the year. Anyway, I'm a busy, busy boy, but I somehow always manage to bring food. Uh, You bring dessert. It counts as food. Not to us Jews. Mazel tov. (laughs) True enough. But the Christians in New England like their sweets. Listen, I've tried to bring savory grain salads to these things, and it's always met with a general yawn. Well, try and bring them some smoked whitefish salad. I'm not trying to convert them. So today I'm making buttery jam bar cookies, and I love these ever since they first appeared in our book, The Ultimate Cookbook. And I will admit right up front on the podcast that I have made these many times before. See previous discussions about Christians and desserts. (laughs) True enough. So I'm making them again. Why don't you tell them about these cookies? So these are a bar cookie made in a nine inch square pan. And when I developed this recipe, I was trying to come up with something that was kind of like the flavor of granola and the texture of a blondie. And it also had to be a little bit like an oatmeal cookie. And I also wanted to get a little hummantaschen in there. That makes so no sense. Well, I think I came up with a combination that put together the best of chewy and crunchy and, and even savory and salty and odie and granola-y and fruity. Odie. Well, what I, I like about these things is the jam can be endlessly customized. Um, I'm using raspberry jam today, but you can really use any kind of jam. I've made them with blackberry jam, strawberry jam, peach jam, etc. I just wouldn't use preserves because preserves have kind of lumpy fruit all in them and you get a big lump of strawberry in a corner of the pan or something you're not going to smooth it out as easy and i wouldn't use jelly because sometimes jelly is too loose and it'll just melt in the bars and run all over the pan and burn a bit at the edges so i really think the jam is the best alternative here and mark is using raspberry jam with almonds it's a great combination raspberry and almonds but you can customize the nuts and not just the jam You can imagine using chopped pecans, which might go great with apricot jam, or chopped walnuts with peach jam, or even skinned hazelnuts. Ooh, Mm. wow, European. It is, maybe with some fig jam. Fig. (laughs) So, Mark, you better get your mixer going, because you've got book group people to feed. I I do. So I've had a couple of people write on the podcast and say they're furiously copying down these recipes while we cook. And then they discover that they're available on our website. So you don't need to write these things down fast. Just go to bruceandmark.com and this this uh, recipe with a picture of it will be sitting right there. So I've got two, yes, two, two, two sticks of unsalted butter mm. <laughs> and two-thirds a cup packed light brown sugar and a half a cup of granulated white sugar in this bowl. And I'm going to let it go with the mixture at medium speed until it's creamy and light. And the butter was cold and cut into little bits. And we got a whole podcast myth thing about the cold 
butter, so go listen to that. But Bruce, why don't you explain why brown sugar is packed? Well, you packed it because the recipe said to pack it. Always do what the recipe says with brown sugar. Because a cup of brown sugar is not the same as a cup of packed brown sugar. You know if you stick your finger into the box of brown sugar, it's malleable and it mushes. It doesn't just move around, it actually compresses. So when you measure out a cup of brown sugar and then you pack it down, the volume gets less and you can then add more to that cup. So if the recipe says packed, use packed. Damn volume. Once we become part of the EU, we're just going to have metrics everywhere and grams and all that stuff. It's that U.S. volume problem we got there. Anyway, once the fat and sugars have become light and even fluffy and they're not there yet, I'm going to add an egg white to this and let the mixer beat that in for a little bit. And then I'm going to add a cup and a half of all-purpose flour, a cup and a half of rolled oats. No, you can't use steel-cut oats. You can't use instant oats. You can't use flavored oats. Oh, nice banana oatmeal. (laughs) No, you can't use any of that. I'm going to put a cup of sliced almonds. Bruce has already told you I could mix up the nuts. they got to be chopped. You gotta measure them chopped, a cup of chopped nuts, but I'm using sliced almonds. A half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of salt, and I'm just gonna let the mixer mix all that together at low speed until I get little bits of crumbly dough everywhere, and I don't wanna see any dry flour in the mix, but it is certainly not even light and fluffy yet. So you're gonna beat this and beat this while you're gonna let the machine keep beating this and beating this until you have a very fluffy mixture. The sugar won't be completely dissolved, but the combination of fat and sugar, it's going to be like a fluffy fat and sugar cloud. Ooh, fluffy fat and sugar. <laughs> but nonetheless, it takes a long time. It and does. I, I am a very impatient man. Yes, I know. So this mixture is loose and crumbly. It's not really a dough, is it? Well, no, it's more like a uh, slightly sticky, loose amalgam. Oh, there's a word for you. Amalgam. Good cooking word. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to put this uh, loose amount. What is that? A musalalgum? A A loose amalgam. I'm going to put it into about two-thirds of it, into a buttered nine-inch square baking pan to make the crust on this. And that's buttered. I use butter today, but I guess you could use cooking spray, right? It would make your life so much easier. So dump that in. And now using your cleaned, dried hands, you're going to press that amalgam into the pan Packing it down just like you did the brown sugar so it's a nice, tight, compressed crust. And you're going to go all the way to the edges, making it flat. It'll come about a half inch up in the pan. Okay, I'm never a kid who liked to play with mud pies. It's gross. So getting my fingers in here is gross. But really, I have tried this with a spatula, and it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You have to use your fingers. Mm -hmm. Best tool in the kitchen. Right. Cleaned, dried fingers. (laughs) But they're dirty. And, uh, God, you know, I mean, washing them off. You go over to the sink. You put your dirty dough fingers on this faucet. There's dough everywhere. It's on the bottle of dishwashing stuff you're using to wash your hands. I mean, it's dough everywhere. This is why kitchens need to have a million kitchen towels so you can just wipe it off on the towel and throw the towel in the wash. And thank you for always supplying me with a big stack of kitchen towels. Mark does the laundry around here, so oh. there's always clean kitchen oh. towels. Oh, that's a, that's a really slice of life right there. there. You go. Oh, yeah. So now Mark is going to spread the raspberry jam over the bottom crust. Okay, now I'm using a spatula, so can I lick it? Can I stop you? 
And now you're going to crumble the rest of that amalgam. Amalgam, your favorite word. Yeah, you crumble that amalgam over the top. So just crumble it so it's sort of scattered over the top. You're not going to connect the dots. You're going to use your fingers again to lightly press it down into the jam. But we want to have lots of holes. We can see the jam. It'll bubble up as it bakes and make sort of a nubbly top crust. I like to think of it looks like uh, roads in New England, you know, country roads in New England where the pavement has come up. And... I want to see raspberry jam <laughs> bubbling up through the pavement in New England. That's a great image. Our roads are a nightmare after the winter, <laughs> and you see, like, the paving stuff underneath the cement and all that. Anyway, it's kind of like that. It's just kind of this uh, loose cobblestone effect with jam showing through. Um, and I'm going to bake this for in a 350-degree oven for about 45 minutes. I've done this before, and it's been done at 40 minutes. I think it has to do with the moisture content and the flour and the oats after they set on the shelf and all that kind of stuff. Really, what you should do is start looking at 35 minutes and figure it's going to be 40 to 45 minutes, something like that. Listen, in the end, I think this recipe took me longer to write and to figure out how to write it than it took you to develop it. For once. Here we go. And now, for my favorite part, tasting and judgment. One of these days, Alice. One of these days. Just taste the bar cookies, Ralph. I will. Who's Ed? I want to be Ed. Can I be Ed instead of Alice? Anyway, uh, yeah, the bar cookies. They're so okay. buttery. Yeah, also I have a question. Did you use my homemade raspberry jam in these? Um, well, I'm eating. <laughs> I, I can't talk. Excellent. Yeah, these are really good. Oh, my God. They are like blondies. They're chewy like blondies. They taste like oatmeal cookies. They taste like granola, and they Holy have that. Hell. They have that sort of that aura, this homage to hum to hummintoshin. <laughs> homage to hummintoshin. They do. And the thing about these is, you really want to save some back because honestly, with coffee the next morning for breakfast, this would be just da bomb. Oh, these are really good. So wow. So I know. Oh wow. What'd you learn today? Uh, not much. I made these things before. So that's it. Well, <laughs> some days you eat the bear, and some days the bear eats you. Oh, you Christians and your funny Bible verses. This recipe for raspberry oat bars is from our giant 900 recipe cookbook, The Ultimate Cookbook. It's available wherever fine books are sold, but you can also find the recipe on our website, bruceandmark.com. Check it out. Jam oat bars. I fucking made them, and I made them again and 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 again.